Whoa, oh, it's common sense, stranger. With Ryan and Pearson. And I just, like, started this. Sorry. (laughs) We're not, like, totally prepared. So you have to excuse us because we've been vacating from the Magic the Gathering life. Because it can consume your entire life. Every single day. Nine to five. Forget about that shit. You've got to do Magic the Gathering. And we feel like there's a broad discussion going on that maybe we might take part in. Um, But... There's a whole lot of stuff going on lately that I wanted to talk about. We need to have a little little breakdown here subjectively of the things we need to go over tonight because we wanted to get a little bit off topic from our usual popular commenting. As much as the... It's popular to us. It ain't so popular. It's not always a bunch of stuff going on in the popper community. At least there wasn't at the local game store tonight. And we'll get into that. So we got <laughs> local game store crap. We got MTGF uh, RVA. We got um, commentary on things that went down at MTG FRVA, aka the fall season. Yeah, and some of you know that that might be a sort of a code word for a certain someone that yeah. uh may have defaced some lands. Um, Let's see, what else we got here subjectively to speak on tonight? Come on, help me out here. We have the Richmond Magic Fest. That's what I just said. You don't know code MTG? (laughs) Come on, you're the generation that does everything RN. You do everything you TXT, you do it RN. Well, besides that, what we played, what other people played, results. Yeah, Basic well. experience. Yeah, we got to go over that. We also need to talk about some elves and Tron. And we're going to go over recent challenges and leagues. And I got to speak a little tiny bit with a certain someone who, well, I don't know if I'm on, I might be too soon. But there's a certain someone I'm in communication with on a certain forefront. And I'm just going to hint, hint, poke, poke. And if you're that certain someone listening, then shout out. Uh, I'm going to talk about you later. I'm in communication with you. Although I haven't gotten back to you since uh, I made some certain comments. Whatevers, whatevers. Yeah, I'm being vague as hell. Here's our subjective list. So let's. This isn't in any individual order, but I think we should start here first. So why don't you go ahead and and tell the people 
what you got going on in your life previous to this um, podcast right here. Uh, take yourself back in time about two weeks. We were uh, going to the Richmond Convention Center about two days in the future from two weeks ago. <laughs> At the MTG or FRVA. Talk about your first day uh, that you went, what you played, how it went, what you remember round for round. Just gather your thoughts. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what I played the first day, like what I played against. Oh, yeah, okay, so, well, I played Boros Monarch, um, Decklist... Would be what? Do you have it posted on Tap I don't. But it was a pretty fair and competitive list. So I played Ryan first game. It wasn't the bully version, it was the monarch version with Seeker of the Way. Anyway. I played you my first game. Oh, yeah, that's right, because we got there like 10 minutes till. Yeah, so we got there pretty late. And it wasn't late, it was ten minutes till. Okay, ten minutes till. <laughs> they were like, you're too late. And, um... There was three they, of us. Well, they, hold on, let's tell them that part first. I am going to tell them. Oh, you tell them then. <laughs> so we got there, it was me, Ryan, and our friend Josh. And, um, they were, the judge guy said that we could choose between us three to go one-on-one... With, and so Josh was playing this, like, uh, green, black, white Tortured Vortex existence. deck. But it had some white splashed in there. Abzan Tortured Existence. Okay. Mid-range. And, Abzan Mid-range. And, um, so anyways, they were like, you can go one-on-one with two of you guys. And then the other one will either be paired up with someone else if someone else comes. If no one else does come, then you're going to take a loss. Right? Yeah. That's what AKA, they said. AKA, maybe you should get some ED medicine. And so, <laughs> and so, me and Ryan were kind of like, I don't want to loss, and I don't want to fucking play. Or sorry, I, wanna, I don't want to play Tortex. And Yo, who, who's thugging? Wait. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I got you. We didn't. Want um, to, we didn't want to take a loss. We didn't want to take a loss. Is really what it was. I was just like, that's not a good deal like if no one else comes who else is gonna and there was some random kid who was like <laughs> kept asking me if that was where the popper event was so i was kind of in my head thinking like oh josh will get paired up with him i guess josh did end up getting paired with someone so it worked out but me and ryan played our first game and he was playing um the gruel uh not that that what that. were we playing cascade or something no that tournament i did you play Cascade? You're right. Yeah, of course I'm right. We played, <laughs> we I don't remember because I won. It was a very close match, but you did win. Um, we talked about drawing, but it we played it um, in all fairness, and Pearson just barely got through. <laughs> uh, but I was playing the Gruel Cascade. It was leaning towards Jamel's list. Uh, shout out to my friend Jamel. Where were you tonight, bro? 
<laughs> anyway, if you're listening, Jamel, thanks for listening. Anyway, uh, um, on a lighter note, we went to the local shop. It's been about four months since we've been because we went to uh, sell wands and staffs to real wizards and witches, bitches. But uh, yeah, we came back finally to do some more popper in, and nobody was at the shop tonight except me and Pearson. I think everybody's afraid of the Tron right now. That's okay. Or the cold weather. No, I don't blame the cold weather. Yeah, it's not even that cold at all. I was wearing a hoodie and leggings. It wasn't raining or anything either. It was like 50. But either way, um, (laughs) yeah, so where were we? Anyway, so we played Cascade versus Boros, and then we had to go our own ways. You took the win, I took the loss. (laughs) <laughs> so what did you play against on your second round there, person? I think my second round was the guy with mono blue fairies. He had Mantle of Tides in there. Yeah, and that Sanctuary in the snap. Kept ninjutsuing and ninjas, obviously, of the, the deep fairies, hour. For the fairies, so it could spell Sinister you again. Yep. That, that deck works really good, people. It's definitely worth play testing. I mean, eh, blues just starting. I don't know. I, I definitely feel like if we had days and pro oh yeah, and you had foil in there and gush still foil is really in that deck. But if we had those other cards right now, I think blue would be overpowered. So they probably were being uh, a little counter bit spells. counter. They were being pre pre. Uh, what's the word for it there? Um, they were thinking ahead, productive, or whatever mm-hmm. the word for that is. Well, he, okay, with Preventative the ma- maintenance, <laughs> with if you will. Mantle of Tides, he kept drawing cards or whatever, and kept, you know, doing counter spells, preordains, foils, whatever. And then pumping his guy with the Mantle of Tide. Yep. And third round. Did you win or lose? I lost. Ooh. I, I think it was, you know, I think I might have had the first game, and then him, and then he ultimately won, or... What did you... Did you notice him boarding in anything? Anything. I really can't remember. It's been a while at this point. Hmm. That's a shame. That's alright. That's alright. It was was a couple... It was like almost a week ago. It was way longer than a week ago. What are you talking about? It was right. the eighth. Seventh through the tenth. It was it was eleven and days this ago. This is like the eighteenth or seventeenth or, or something. No, right, today's anyway. the nineteenth. All right, fine. <laughs> Sorry, we had to we had to have our own breaks. It's been a long uh, four months. Oh now. shoot! Uh, it's actually officially the twentieth because it's okay. twelve seventeen. All right, but. <laughs> All right, so you lost, and you don't remember him, what he boarded out, or you don't remember anything that was, what was the killer point, just all the flying action he had against you? I thought it was all mostly... All the and Glithawks. No, 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 it was mostly just all the ninjas. He he had, like, a big ninja fairy army going early on. I had bad draws. I think I was, like, mana screwed in that game, or something just stupid. You know what I mean? It was just, like... Did you like, down to five or something? I mulliganed to... Yeah, like, no, I'm only into, like, six or... 
No, it had to be lower five. than that. Yeah, five, maybe. I don't remember. I remember I had certain games where I was just like, freaking mana screwed or mana flooded or whatever. It was stupid stuff. Okay. But, but what was your third game? Okay, I'm trying to think. Third game. Oh, yeah, Burn. You play against Burn. I think I had one game and then he ultimately won. So, I don't know. I wasn't too confident with Boros after that. Just. Wait, your third game was who? Burn. Burn. It was fast and ever. Couldn't gain no life. Getting no radiant fountains or seeker of the ways or lone missionaries. Didn't matter. And no, I didn't see any lone missionaries. The entire time. I didn't think there was lone missionaries in my deck. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Um, I played Burn on my second match. I think Burn beat me. That was the double up, wasn't it? I didn't play the double up. I didn't even go to it. I played all the events, so they all just kind of streamed together. But your experiences were better. My best experience today was when I played Elves. My first match, I played against Tron, and he had the Moments Piece Tron loop. He wasn't using Ephemerate, which was surprising, but he was able to pull enough Moments Pieces and flash back at the key times, and he'd been playing this Tron deck for the last two years. It's it's an older version that's been it probably hasn't been upgraded in over a year and it was still good enough and yeah i uh, just couldn't get my action together fast enough i did start to gain the life but once he locked me out of combat it was Almost like a race to see who was going to... But then he electricered me, and that was that. Like, he was running electricery mainboard in that list. And it was a very smart inclusion. Um, it's tough, because uh, <laughs> I ran the 7-0 list that just won yesterday, or two days... I'm sorry, three days ago, technically now. Run the seven O list from the challenge. Uh, reason for the season, I think. Run uh, was the name of the winner of that challenge. And and it's a very strange list. It runs moments piece. It has ephemerate. It has stonehorn dignitary. It has Olmog's crusher for the sideboard game. Um, there's a lot of dig from impulse. And such. But there's not a lot of teeth. I mean, there's the mole drifters for game one. And that's tough though. Because some games you don't see mole drifter at all. Anyway, game two, it put me against, I believe it was, um, let me think, hold on, elves. Game two, I went up against. I want to say Josh. Josh was playing 
Seven dwarves. Or Tortex. Mm, let's see. Elsewhere Elves. Well, I know for a fact. Okay, after I played Seven, after I played Tron, I, I definitely played against Affinity. No, you're right. No, I did play against Josh. I think it was when he was playing Tordex. I want to say he was running something different that day, but I think he ran Tordex. I think he just said it twice that day. Yeah, it was my last. That's right. It was the second um, match. It was the later Sunday matchup. But yeah, I did go against Josh, and then third round, I went up, I beat Josh, and that wasn't fun, but, <laughs> yeah, I, it just, there, he, there was no competition there. Then I went against Affinity, and the guy I played against for Affinity, he is a long-time Magic player like myself, and he had just, he had electricery. But it was all in some Asian language, and he didn't realize that the overload cost was a separate cost that you could pay. He thought he needed two red and one instead of just red one to do the overload cost. And we didn't discover this until after it was all said and done. Like we were just talking about it after the games, and it was like, fuck, man, you didn't know that? That sucks. Like, his friend hooked him up with the deck to play, but gave him Asian cards. And, you know, just threw him cards that the guy wasn't familiar with and didn't familiarize him with it. It was just like, here you go, come play top, Popper. Which, I commend the guy for, hey, but come play Popper, please. It just sucks, because it was like, uh, the judge had already collected the points and everything, it was like, Oh, man, I didn't realize you were misplaying, like, that hard. Like, that really sucks. Like, that isn't fair. I would have, if it was Pearson sitting across from me, been like, no, that's electricery. What the, f what the hell are you doing? Like, you have, but, I mean, I didn't even know it was in his hand. It was like, too little, too late. You know, what do you do? Like, But overall, it was, um, Magic Fest was a little underwhelming in our second go-round. I think that uh, we experienced a better time in March because we got in on Magic Fest this year in March. And supposedly, the prize payouts had doubled, I guess at some point. Before, probably before we started playing Magic the Gathering at the Magic Fests or peak, uh, you know, quarterly finals or whatever the hell they called them. But either way, at some point, I'm sure the side events and all the other events start getting double the prize payouts. And eventually, the prize payouts had gotten to be double what it cost for a booster box. Uh, a bastard books, if you will, even. Um, yeah. 
That was kind of bullshit. No, no, no. I think we just got in late on the game, and maybe like we enjoyed (laughs) we enjoyed the fruits of our labor a little too much back in March, perhaps. And then like now, now the price of a booster box is instead of three sixty seven twenty because it should have been seven twenty back when they doubled up on prize payout, but. They maybe like pushed back for a little while to kind of hope to increase their player turnouts or something like that. I can't be sure. I don't know enough. I don't have enough information. I tend to make judgment calls based off of poor information, and I'm usually wrong, and I'm not afraid to admit that. Um, but I like to jump at things sometimes when I don't with little information. I'm not afraid to admit. Like I said, anyway, I'm repeating myself. So let's move <laughs> on. Um, so it seems like Tron is starting to dominate this format, and um, how come? Well, I mean, we just got people on a supposed players podcast that you know it's all for uh, this format. It's all for the people that shape this format, aka the ones who got lucky enough to draw the right hands and stuff. And we're led to, if you listen um, to that enough, you're led to believe that the guests on those shows have all the information and are the best players in the format. And, you know, we're led to believe that there's like superstars like in this format, kind of like in the skate, in, in the skating world, you know, like there's Tony Hawks and then there's. There's you, you know. If you're not Tony Hawk, sorry, bro. You just need to skate out of the damn way. Let Tony Hawk do his damn 360, 720, whatever kickflip, you know. Get the hell out of the way because you're not Tony Hawk, bitch. <laughs> I feel like there's probably better skaters out there than Tony Hawk. I wouldn't know. I'm not Kenny Hughes. In Kenny Hughes, bitch. Can He's from the neighborhood. From the neighborhood. Can you from the neighborhood. Okay. He was literally. I uh, actually went to an Exxon station, and his mother worked there, and I had a conversation <laughs> with him. Lo and behold, you had a conversation bragging, with him bragging. and his mom. Yeah, and then me and Which his one? mom. Me <laughs> and his mom had a skate off <laughs> in the parking lot directly after that, and she beat me. So I, sure. I she took my skateboard and all my punk points, and I had to leave. With my head between my legs. So anyway, sure. let's move forward. Anyway, I'll believe so we that played, when I see videos. So we played Tron versus Elves tonight. We did the seven O challenge deck versus an Elves deck that was recently five O that had a couple of crushers listed in the main board, and there was no competition. No, there wasn't. Um, but <laughs> then again, it seems like most of the decks that are in. <laughs> Uh, the meta right now are Tron decks. I was playing Elves. I uh, beat him. I think I had 80 life at one point. It um, was gnarly. There was no teeth to that deck. I wish there was cap sizes or <laughs> counter spells. There weren't. It was like Pulse of It was like Simic. It had four Simic Signets <laughs> in there. It's weird. It literally just 7 0 in the in the eleven seventeen challenge. So if you just look back at the MTG Goldfish 11 seventeen twenty nineteen um MTGO challenge, it seven owed. It was the first place winner. And it had no counter magic in the main board. 
as far as I can tell. Just compulsive research, impulse, forbidden alchemy, uh, Seagate oracles, uh, ghostly flicker, bunch of mnemonic walls, just weird jank, moments peace, just doing the loop. I mean, when you get that loop in play, it's done, but you gotta get that loop in play. Um, I'm I was kind of autopiloting and luckily I didn't pay to play tonight, so I didn't lose to blues. <laughs> That's my new uh, rhyme time jank for the night. As far as uh, really badass cards from the past, what you got for us this week, Pearson? Because we need to bring one to the table. Everybody's waiting to hear about it. And we all, all of course, want to know what deck to play. I, I say Tron. Or elves. Actually, elves is better than Tron if yeah. you play it correctly. With anything with crushers elves. in it, though, if you got lots of mana. If you I got any sort of ramp deck too. with crushers in it, lots of mana and and Ulamog's Crusher. Can't go wrong there. Blue Black is coming back, and the uh, uh, First Spear Gargantua is a good um, Blue Black. Reviver, along with, of course, the hexproof uh, blue one blue cycle creature. What is that? Uh, that's hexproof Riverwinder. Boa. No, no, no. Shit. Oh no. Nope. Sorry, comment section people. We'll we'll post something to the comment section. Twenty six minutes, even though it's actually twenty five minutes and a half. But five and a half minutes. Did you were you asking me for a card? Something Riverwinder. No, no, no. I mean, were you asking me to tell you a yes. card? Yes. Tell us about a okay, card. Okay, because awesome from the past. With, okay, with plain elves, um, whiteout would be good to have in sideboard, I think. But also, the spider silk armor is really good. But whiteout is the one in green instant. All creatures with flying lose flying until end of turn. When it's put in your graveyard, you may sack snow-covered land or turn it to your hand. Well, yeah, that's really good if you got Tireless Tribe, because then you can just keep sacking it and keep playing it. So Tribe just... Or just keep discarding it. You don't have to play it. You just um, put it back in your hand, discard it, put it back in your hand, discard it, put it back in your hand, discard it. You don't actually play the spell. You just literally... You... You, all the snow-covered islands you, or forests you have in play now are cards in your hand, and you can just discard that many times to make your tribe that big before you maybe put... But maybe it already has uh, Tree Folk Umbra on it or whatever. That's a neat one. I really want to see that build succeed because it has explosive potential. potential. Plus, if you put a little heroic in there, like, Citizen Oathsworn, that's a good one from the past. Um, unfortunately, uh, we have had to take a step back from the uh, the channel a little bit in these last few months with dividing our attention. It's, it's either all-in. We were going all-in strategy from April until about 
When when do you think we we kind of took a step back? Like mid June, July? I can't remember exactly when, but yeah, because we were working on stuff to get ready uh, for the run fair. Yeah, I mean, I apologize for that, people. We really had the best equipment, and then I took a dump in the pool. Or <laughs> not really, I didn't take a dump. I took I took a the equipment. I dumped the equipment with me in the pool for five minutes before I realized. Oh, whoops, my. My awesome camera is now drowning and drowned. Yes, he jumped in the pool with his phone in his pocket. It wasn't my phone. It was just Verizon's phone that I was using. But that's another subject for another channel or discussion somewhere else. And I am not here to do that because, hey, there's been... Plenty of people to talk about shit like that in the past. That's not what we're here to talk about. Anyway. So, uh, let's see. What else we got to talk about? Hmm. Well, anyway. Yep. I think we're pretty much... Let's just take a... We saw where there was a certain somebody on a certain red, like, video sharing site that was talking about how, like, these cards that were promised to never be reprinted were going down in value, but I promise you that it is not doing that, people. If anything, you look over the last ten years and they've just gone up and up and up. If anything, people like this... With lots of uh, weight, lots of market pull, lots of investments, you know. Should go without saying that. Similar to the way the Bank of England was owned. (laughs) The Rothschilds. The Bank of Rothschild, where oh, they sold all their shares to the Bank of England right before it was reported that during the revolu- the French Revolution that the, the Brits had actually won, where... The Rothschild that was in uh, had a lot of stock in the Bank of England, who had spies down in France who reported early that they were in fact going to win. As soon as he got report that they were in fact going to win, he sold all his stock for pennies on the dollar because he knew everyone would follow suit. And when the stock market that went to pennies literal pennies in less than pennies he went ahead and scooped them all for less than nothing and the next day when everyone found out that England actually won his stocks became worth hundreds if not thousands or even millions people that's the way it works it's like oh Ren and Six is banned from Legacy oh no what do we do sell them all and then, ooh, like, I'll sell mine for 50 cents because it's worthless. 
they banned it in one format. They're probably going to ban it in every single other one that it's possible to play in. Yep. And lo and behold, ten years later, you've gotten you know a ten tenfold on your investment. Oh yeah, like Oko banned in standard and brawl, and you know that. I mean, that's it. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's um, that's enough for now, but any day now it could be banned in Pioneer. Either way, it's still legal in Commander, Vintage, Legacy, Modern. Those are all Eternal formats, so not that I give a damn about any of those. This is a popper channel. Why the hell are we even worried about that shit? Well... You know, we know most of you are not really that interested in Popper all the time. Like, sometimes you go further. And it's sad that we can't just be all, as Magic players, interested in the one format that actually makes a damn difference. The one that cares not of how much money you have in your bank, but how much money you've spent. Time-wise, how much time have you spent playing this deck that you spent lots of money on? Of course, that matters. But, of course, if you have enough money, then it doesn't matter. You probably can just win the game off of uh, just having a lot of money and playing stupid cards from long ago, depending on the format. The popper, I feel, is a little bit more skill-oriented and is a little more of a level playing field and does have a broader spectrum, although it is starting to seem to cap off at Tron and Boris Monarch and Elves and Affinity and Stompy and Burn. Maybe some uh, black and blue here and there. In combination and in separation, solo magic. With just a taste of mono-white heroic here and there. But either way, I don't want to go too much further. I just wanted to... You know, I thought about talking about all this other stuff that's going on in the world politically, but people wear... I, I just, I, there's plenty of other people talking about it. I don't need to. So, there. We're good. I'm good. I don't care. It's been 35 minutes almost now, and, um, we're tired. We're going to do our own thing. And, um, we'll see you next time, whenever that is. Probably soon, but not too soon. All right? Yeah.